Welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it's it going? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yeah. I'm excited. It's our Wednesday night live stream case update show. Mm-hmm. One of our favorites. So how's it going? Uh, it's it's going very well. I can hear my dogs barking. Uh I'm the only person home, so I don't know what's going on out in front of our house, but someone has dared walk by. That's all I can tell. How dare sure. they? Yeah. Well, that's good because right before we went live, I could hear the pigs squealing their heads off. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, oh, no, that is definitely going to show up. But I think uh, it. this is what happens when you go to fill their waters before you feed them. Oh. Our little Zig just loses his mind and screams and bawls and carries on. and goes wild and so uh yeah the whole time and it's they're two two and a half gallon waterers so it takes a minute to fill them both up sure and he just goes ballistic so i could hear him out there shrieking and bawling and hooves <laughs> clattering around and stuff so anyway <laughs> that's over thank god but <laughs> sounds like scott was feeding the pigs <laughs> well we've had a pretty eventful day scott went out to uh, oh, uh our, our brother-in-law's mom's house <laughs> to borrow her extractor because we got uh, honey from our bees so we get to uh go ahead and uh yeah extract our honey tonight but uh he hit a deer so sad luckily he was in our truck and so he was in our car oh my god i'm glad he's okay because sometimes that can be horrible yeah really dangerous Mm -hmm. um he there was a herd and he had slowed way down because he saw him in front of him Mm-hmm. And saw all of these deer pass, and just out of nowhere, the last one, he thought they were all passed. Another one mm-hmm. came darting out a little ways down the road, oh, and he said there was just not a thing he could do. He's like, he literally like ran under my tires. He's like, I, I couldn't have stopped it if I tried. Yeah, yeah do very that sad. So he's okay, and the vehicle's okay. He doesn't think the deer is okay, but he couldn't find it. So oh, that's the other really shitty part, yes. because. Uh, if, uh, you know, we found it, we could at least make sure it didn't suffer. Right. Um, and here in Idaho, I don't know how it is where you guys are, but here, if you hit an animal like that, the fishing game will issue you a, a special tag so that you can mm-hmm. harvest the meat. I don't know if we would anyway, dear. Mm. Still, though, it's kind of sad to Jerky. see die in vain. Yeah, I thought my kids might like it. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's just sad, you know, it's just sad. So. Anyway, you walked around I, and tried to find it and couldn't. Thought maybe we'd run back out there in the morning in the light. But anyway, boo. Yes. Uh, that just makes you sick when that happens. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm just turning my phone sounds off. Um, I know. Just so sad for the deer. Just sucks. Yeah. Well, you I'm know. glad it wasn't your car. So you didn't have also a total vehicle. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been. That would have sucked. If it was our car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but he's getting all set up so that when I get off of the air, we get to extract our honey. Ooh, that's I'm exciting. Actually so excited about it. Yeah. 
we don't get much. Uh, so uh, this was a new hive. And the bottom two trays, you leave with the uh, with the bees. They have to have that to overwinter. Sure. But anything above that, you can take. And so there was four trays or four, uh, yeah, trays in, trays in the top tray. That's not right. Anyway, four of the little racks, racks mm -hmm. in the top tray that uh, were mostly full and capped. So anyway, kind of mm -hmm. fun. We get to extract that, and then I'll have a little bit of beeswax left from that, too, to do something with. So anyway, right. cool. that's that's what's up. Yeah, kind of exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you've had a good day, I gather? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I've had a good day. Just busy doing a lot of audio production right now, seeing, mm -hmm. seeing, my, seeing my clients as well, but doing a lot of audio mm -hmm. production. Mm -hmm. Made a bunch of videos this morning and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. The tech work, life. Work, 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 work. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I get it. Me too. <laughs> pretty much. I don't have, yeah, beeswax candles do smell amazing. I love mm -hmm. them. Also, uh, Scott makes cutting boards, like uh, and grain cutting boards. Mm -hmm. And melted beeswax is a really good way to season them. And so I thought, because there won't be a lot, I thought I might just save it for that to, uh, yeah, for cutting boards. That's kind of fun yeah, to get cool to go. Well, the last time we kept bees, and it's been several years, and then this year we decided to start again, but the uh, we had so much beeswax last time that I still have beeswax from then. Oh, wow. Yeah, we had a huge brick of it, and we've just been using a little bit here and there off of it. So, yeah, I've got beeswax uh, for days, which yeah. is awesome because beeswax is expensive as hell. Yeah, to get the, like, 100% stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Alifair said, uh, I'm so jealous of the honey. I want a hive, but I live in a cookie cutter neighborhood and I don't know how the HOA would feel about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. HOA, man. Yeah. Try to avoid those at all costs. Yeah. We, we I, had one in our townhouse complex before when we used to live in a townhouse. And right. It's real crappy to just constantly be told by other people what you can do with your own property. I know. I don't understand why anybody wants to be in an HOA. I mean, mm -hmm. I know sometimes you can't avoid being an HOA depending on where you live, but right, yikes, right. we would always be in trouble. I know we would. We were. Yeah. We were, especially when my son took out one of the apartment complex's mailboxes and <laughs> in winter skidded, skidded right into it and destroyed it. We had to mm -hmm. pay for it. it was that dumb. You know, that's uh that would be frowned on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd be in trouble for all of our stuff all the time, I'm sure. I'm sure our Halloween decorations would not pass code. <laughs> yeah. Probably. For sure. Well, we've got a lot to uh oh, Amy said we lucked out our neighborhood, shut down the HOA the year we moved in. Yay. I gotta tell you, in my job. I have clients all the time having battles and struggles and situations with the HOA. It is. Mm -hmm. It's like it's rife for people who you give them a little bit of power and they lose their damn minds. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that is true. Or folks that maybe don't have enough to do. <laughs> so the HOA yeah. becomes a little bit too much of their full-time job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot going on. Boy. There I'm is. actually going to start with Nicholas Alaverdian because there's not very much. 
Um, what there is, but I, I just want to tell you one thing that I think is so damn funny. So he's in the middle of his extradition hearing right now. Mm-hmm. And his attorney is just almost as ridiculous as he is. And <laughs> they had an expert to take the stand to, because you know that when Nicholas was caught, and this is the fugitive who faked his own death in the U.S. in New Hampshire and then moved to Europe and he's been lurking around there, you know, raping people and things. And right. so, uh, and pretending to be someone named Arthur Knight. Anyway, yeah. so he, <laughs> they had uh, fingerprinted him while he was in a coma last winter, last Christmas time, with COVID right. at a hospital in Scotland. And he's claiming that the person who did the fingerprinting basically is a secret agent for the prosecutor in Utah. Therefore, those fingerprints shouldn't be uh, valid because they were probably wrong. And the fingerprints they took were actually traded out for the real Nicholas Alaverdian, who is dead's fingerprints, not really his. Please give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, That was one. And then they had an expert witness that came on the stand and said, uh, yeah, definitively, these fingerprints are a match. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nicholas, his attorney uh, or barrister probably uh, told the uh, court to please not fall for the fanciful notions of the expert witness. (laughs) Fanciful notions. What? But. My favorite part. One of the problems, things he's had a really hard time explaining away, are his tattoos. Yes. Wasn't that the first indication that Mm -hmm. that was, yeah. Yep. That was one of the things that busted him when he was in the hospital, was some pretty distinctive tattoos. Well, guys, now we know what really happened. They gave him those tattoos while he was in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because hospitals are just... (laughs) Tattooing the shit out of people in comas all over the place. <laughs> Don't you know that that's how people, um, you know, learn tattoo is in the coma world? Of course. That's what I heard. With COVID. Yeah, with who COVID. who would want to tattoo someone who had COVID? Yeah. He said, God. poor little Arthur Knight just, uh, you know, fell into a dreadful coma, nearly died from COVID, and just woke up covered in tattoos that he'd never seen before. <laughs> Is that not oh the best? Oh my god. That is some <laughs> classic bullshit right there. <laughs> also, I've been given the best giggle award for Mally Fair. Thank you. You deserve it. Yes. I do my best. Somebody yes. uh that I used to produce their radio show told me that I, I giggle like Betty Rubble. Oh, a little bit, yeah. 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 Oh, these guys are really hoping they can get in on that. Uh tattoos are expensive. Can you put in an order for what you want? Right. Like Or does it have to be uh, tattoos of a wanted fugitive? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Setting up people right and left. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we don't know. We'll find out. (laughs) As if the hospital didn't have enough to do full of COVID patients. They were also tattooing the the, uh, coma patients. They were a little busy saving his stupid life, you know? Right. Anyway, the idea that uh, the hospital gave him those tattoos to set him up just kills me. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's almost as good as the, uh, you know, 
telling the court not to listen to the <laughs> fans fanciful whims of the uh, expert, the fingerprint expert. Right. Okay, honey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit going on in Daybell Vallow, uh, a little bit. So Lori has been in court uh, today, but of course we don't know shit about that because it was sealed, but it was a hearing to determine competency. Yeah. There should be a ruling on that pretty much immediately. Yeah, I think so. So hopefully we'll hear about that shortly. And we'll be able to uh, know what's going to happen. So mm -hmm. if that happens, if she, uh, if they put her back in the hospital, the minimum stay is 90 days. Mm -hmm. So it'll, it'll at least stay her case for three more months while they figure out how to, uh, you know, spiff her up again and get her ready to come back to court. Right. Mm-hmm. So then there will be the uh, um, trial to, or the hearing about severing. Isn't that tomorrow? Yep. The hearing about severing is in the morning at 9.30. Uh, we're not sure if we're going. We might. It kind of depends on the weather. The roads have been bad. So we had a snow squall today, mm -hmm. which in town is not that big of a deal, but on the highways is a huge deal. Yeah. So we're kind of just uh, comparing notes and, and thinking about it. So we'll let you know if we do go. If not, we'll get the recording from Nate. Uh, I'm sure he'll post it and we'll listen to it yeah. and weigh in. This There won't be a ruling tomorrow, I, but it will be interesting because Pryor's going to have to show his ass at least, at least a little bit, you know, right. about what his plan for his defense is that makes it so compelling that he has to sever. He hasn't right. given up an ounce of that yet. And the no. prosecution and judge have both said in the past, you got to give me something. Well, he has What's said he plans to bring in Lori's prior bad acts and Alex's yes. prior bad acts. We know that. Mm -hmm. We know it's going to be <laughs> cranky. <laughs> cranky doesn't want to see Pryor's ass. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We, it, we know it's going to be this was all Lori and Alex. Mm -hmm. know, that, that's what it's going to be. It's not like it's a big surprise. Yeah. He's going to try to blame it on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how that goes down. Yeah. I am with you, Cranky, though. I don't want to see Pryor's ass either. No, yeah. Either. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's up. You know what today was supposed to be, though, was the pretrial for you both know, of them. Isn't that a weird feeling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah said another crack at that apple. <laughs> oh my God, that is so bad. I said that in passing the other day about something that I went, <laughs> oh, Dear Lord, why? why? Stop talking. <laughs> Stop saying that. Agreed. Paula said, I'll be very surprised if Lori's not hospitalized again. Agreed. I would imagine that's exactly where this is headed. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that's pretty much what's up. So we'll let you know what we decide to do. And, you know, at, at the very least, we'll do a story on whatever happened in court. Because it's getting interesting in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, no. it is. Mm -hmm. That cranky made a crack about Briar. It's true. <laughs> <She got it. laughs> oh, that's so bad. Let's talk about Jared Lisick. Speaking of so bad. Right. When we recorded our episode this week about Jared Lisick, it was on Friday. 
-hmm. A lot of times we, we record on Friday our first couple of episodes for the week, particularly if somebody's traveling and stuff like that. And I was, so that's what we did. Uh, in the meantime, some things have gone down that you need to know. First of all, his sister has been speaking publicly. So it's not just his cousin now. His sister is also speaking publicly about a lot of bad acts on Jared's part. Um, some financial crimes, sex crimes. Pretty, it's real disappointing, honestly. It really is. disappointing. I really, I yeah. hope that Adventures with Purpose can recover from this. Well, I don't know that they will. And that's what makes me so sad. Because as of today, two members of Adventures with Purpose have quit. Uh, Carson McMaster, one of their divers, and yet another diver, Josh Cantu. Mm -hmm. And here's one of the reasons why. I mean, besides the fact that this is all just a big, horrible cluster and it's awful, mm -hmm. but partly because one of the things that was said in the emails that have been on Reddit that have now been made very public, I mean, they were public on Reddit, but pub publicer, um, <laughs> more public, uh, is that uh, his staff knew, right? He said that everybody has access to that email account and everyone sees it and they all knew. Yeah. His staff are saying, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's not true. They mm -hmm. did not know. Mm -hmm. And including them in this crime and in, you know, claiming that they all knew that this was going on. He did totally implicate them in those emails. He did. And they are very offended and upset that he did that for good reason. Right. And they don't want anything to do with this. So they're dropping off. I, that, I hope that they can reform. I mean, mm -hmm. there is another dive team that they work with that says that, you know, they're going to keep on going. So I suspect that Adventures with Purpose will just kind of reform. I hope okay. that's true. But it sounds like, uh, you know, people that uh, are a part of that group are dropping off like flies. It's just sad. I mean, why would you want to stay around when that? When right. It's just but they've done so much good work. You know, and I'm not, uh, Jared can burn in hell. I don't care. But the fact that uh, they've done so much good work and have so much more good work to come, that's right. what makes me sad. Yeah. Right. We don't want this to cheapen those 23 missing people that they have found. Yeah. And the they countless more they could in my find. city. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jared also uh, is due for his arraignment and he's requesting a Skype arraignment because he would prefer not to approve here in person mm. oh gosh it's all about what you prefer though isn't it jared yeah <coughs> gross yeah so there's still so much more to come on this case and we're just here for it you know we'll certainly keep an eye on it and let you know uh as it comes up as as we know mm-hmm but uh, everybody's talking about it right now, you know. Well, and, and I think podcasters are talking about it. And I think we have to remember that they still did good things. It's not as though this whole thing has been a sham. It has for sure. They're yeah. doing the work, whether it's Jared or not. The other people, they have done the work. They have been mm -hmm. putting that money to use. And I, I think we have to remember that. Like we can't cheapen the work they've done because they've no. done some amazing things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely amazing. <clears throat> and and I just I hope that they can find a way to financially recover from this in a way that they can keep yeah. going. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. 
Yeah, smiling, I'm with you. She said, I hope somebody will step in and reform it and have the finances to back it. Yes, absolutely. And also uh, people who may have signed contracts here who are going to probably find themselves without a job. That really sucks for everyone. Yep. Uncool, man. Super uncool. Speaking of uncool, let's talk about Amber Waterman. Ooh. Yikes. So Amber Waterman, if you watched our case this week about Ashley Bush, this was the pregnant mama that was kidnapped and shot by Amber Waterman and her baby was cut from her womb. The baby did pass and of course mom passed and those fools actually took that baby to a funeral home and had a funeral for her. That killed me. That's the part of this story that just makes me maybe the most horrified. I don't know. Everything else is pretty horrific too, but the ballsy bullshit of that to have a funeral. They named her Dakota. Her name was Valkyrie. Yes, it was. F off with that shit. But uh, she is not going to be released on bond. She has also finally got federal charges. That was mm-hmm. one thing that uh, we were waiting for because there's all these jurisdiction issues because she took uh, Ashley across state lines. And so at the time that we recorded that episode, we didn't know yet uh, what the charges exactly would be yeah. or what was going to happen. You know, between the, uh, we figured it would end up being federal because it crossed state, state lines. Moves, and yeah. Typically that's what happens. Uh, also, you know, there's also a death of a child here. So all of those things, you know, right. make that happen. So anyway, there are federal charges, uh, Against her and also against Jamie, her dumbass husband that helped her to uh, burn the body and try and cover up her crime. And the judge is offering absolutely no bail. He said that he does not believe that she should be loose because he said she is a danger to the community and should remain detained. Yeah. Yeah. You think? No shit. After everything that she's done? Mm Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. If you haven't seen that episode, go back and watch it. You just, it is astonishing. They, the uh, federal charges, the uh, probable cause also says that they do believe that she was trying to keep the baby and pass it off as her own. So, I mean, we figured that was true, but, you know, it's kind of nice to see it in writing that that's, that is what her intent was. It's just horrifying. Um, my dog will not stop. So I'm going to be right back. Okay. You keep going. I'll be right back. I don't know what she's doing, but I better go check. Somebody's getting the spray bottle. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe someone's at the door. You don't know. (laughs) Anyway, yes. Glad she's got federal charges. Glad they both do. Um, Yep. Right? How do we get that judge for the ballows? Well, because theirs isn't federal. Uh, But this judge said, uh, no, we're not having it. So that's, you know, that's going to continue to roll out for some time to come. So we'll keep an eye on it. But that is a horrifying case. So thank goodness uh, the judges, you know, and that the uh, federal charges came quickly. It's good and and horrible, of course, but there's that. Two years ago at Christmas time, we reported on a story of a four-year-old little girl in the Mennonite community 
who had been beat to death by her parents and her parents' neighbors, all in the name of removing the demon from her. Because supposedly, Mother, whose name is Mary Mast, they said that Mary has a demon and that uh, in order to remove her demon, they were going to have to give her a series of beatings over the course of, I don't know how long, really, that was supposed to last. It lasted two weeks before poor little Jessica died, and then that ended the whole show. Um, They also were beating Mary's children, so Jessica and her little brother. Um, Somehow they did manage to spare the infant, the newborn, but Mary and her, or sorry, uh, Jessica and her baby brother, the toddler, had been beat uh, horrifically and drowned. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they ordered Mary to drown Jessica in a pond. Remember, it was also December. So they held her underwater, yeah, in a pond in their backyard for some time, and then threw her naked and freezing to death on the floor of her bedroom, and she died there. You might remember this case. We've talked about it off and on. Uh, Unfortunately, the reason that we've gone kind of quiet on it is because nothing has happened in quite a while. Yeah, everything's gone quiet. James and Mary, Jessica's parents, have been out on bond now for almost two years. Out on bond. Just doing basically whatever the hell they wanted. And living life with an ankle monitor. Yeah. Now, the other people involved, uh, Courtney and, hmm, I'm going to draw a blank. His last name is also Mast. Is it Jason? No. He Mm. he pled guilty. He did. He pled guilty. He's already serving his time. Mm -hmm. Courtney was supposed to have a bond reduction hearing in September, and it was continued. So if you think the courts in Idaho are moving slow with the DeBelvalo case, they are. But uh, this case in uh, Missouri, good Lord. Anyway, so how the hell are they out on bond? Well, guess what? They're not anymore. They got to court today to learn that their bond's been revoked. And they both uh, got sentenced straight to jail. I believe they didn't even get to collect $200 or -hmm. pass go. Straight to jail. Uh, People that were in the court said that they were extremely upset to think that they would have to be incarcerated because they didn't know their bail was revoked and they don't think it's fair that they should have to sit in jail. These people. Mm. Horrific. Here's the thing that really bothers me. Since they've been out on bond, they both have been living with family members. They were basically ordered to be on kind of like house arrest, you know, with living with family members. And they weren't supposed to be able to have access to their other two children or each other. Do you believe for a half a second that that has actually been enforced? No. I don't either. I'll bet you, especially Mary, has probably been raising her other two children these last two years. Mm-hmm. I would imagine so. I can't imagine that they would have followed that mm-hmm. for one second because they mm-hmm. clearly don't acknowledge the severity of what they've done in any way. They don't follow the yep. rules. Yep. Grossest people ever. It's just, yeah, FOS on them all for sure. It is horrific. It's horrific what they did to baby Jessica or little Jessica. It's horrific. So I'm so glad. I've been so mad for two years thinking that those assholes Mm -hmm. are actually just hanging out with family, being taken care of. Yeah. 
doing whatever they wanted after they murdered their daughter. So there's that, which made me to wonder, I was reading that today and then I thought, what is going on with the West case? Because that's another one that's gone awfully quiet. Yeah, it is. So they uh, also got a continuance, so we won't see them back in court until January. Mm. So we're keeping a close eye on that. The other one that is moving like cold tar, or what do they say? Cold molasses in January mm-hmm. is the Ariel Kalua case. Oh, Ariel, who was also four or five, a little girl from Hawaii whose adoptive parents murdered her. Uh, and her little body has never been found. And their trial, too. I mean, this was a year ago. A year ago. And they're yeah. still just very slowly. I can even, I can hardly find updates on that case anymore. Yeah. I look and look. I go to some Facebook groups I've been involved in with it. And nobody knows shit. So keeping an eye on that one, too. But uh, wow. Just wow. But I'm so glad those two are back in jail. Yeah. I hope they both have the day they deserve, the life they deserve in there. Yeah. Absolutely. Awful. Yeah. But speaking of awful, <laughs> should we talk about Alex Murdoch? We have I know. to. Do we have to? Here's what we've learned. The day. He's my second least favorite redhead, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. He's not so much of a redhead anymore. This no, picture he's of, real bald. <laughs> this latest picture of him from court is... Uh, yeah, a little Oakley, too, because there's just nothing going on that, except for Oakley's angels that are that little crew of ladies from their community that have been damn determined to not let her voice uh, or her little her life go, you know, unheard. Yeah. This picture from Alex uh, Murdoch from court absolutely kills me. Look at this. <laughs> Where's your hair, Alex? He looks like um, Dr. Evil with self-esteem problems. I don't know if that lady is one of his attorneys, but hard pass there too. <laughs> what is going on with her face? <laughs> what news did those two just hear? <laughs> that, that those are their faces. I no one knows for sure. So I'm usually above picking on people for their looks because I think that's a a little uh, a little low. But I'll make an exception in the case of Alex Murdoch. Uh, yeah, most most yeah. definitely. <laughs> well, and I think that just caught his attorney in a weird moment with this really weird look on her face. <laughs> so hell? unflattering. So unflattering. Like, yeah, I'm so glad that's running around in the media. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so, of course, uh, they're in court right now on the murder charges of uh, his his wife and son, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what happened. On Wednesday, Janine Seckinger, who is the CFO of Murdaugh's family law firm, they've now rebranded to Parker Law Group because for some reason they didn't want Murdaugh in their name. Imagine. (laughs) Go figure. But apparently the day that uh, those two died, she had confronted him. About a bunch of missing money. That very day. I mean, the walls were crumbling. 
They also had let him know that they were uh, going to be basically kind of separating from him as a partner because of the boat crash that his son had been involved in, that there was an ongoing lawsuit in, that, you know, his partners didn't really want it to cost them their law firm. So they had already... (laughs) Many of them really were innocent in this too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's pretty interesting that that went on, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. they were already looking at him for uh, financial crimes within their law office mm-hmm. and had already been talking to him about it. Yeah. Any updates on Irene Gokwa? No. Still waiting for the FBI to, you know, pony up something on the raid of her ex's or her well ex i guess of you know her boyfriend's house there's still no info about mm-hmm. that um her family would sure like to know what the hell's yeah. going on they have said nothing since they raided his house um i do know that the ladies that are searching for irene also we're, we'll call them irene's angels there you go they uh you know the ones in gillette who have mm-hmm. been very loud and they've harassed the crap out of him, which I'm just here for. Uh, yeah. They had another search for her, I think, last weekend. But they, they are still having mm-hmm. organized search, searches and at least trying and mostly just trying to, you know, be visible, kind of make a stink, keep the uh, energy up on. Yeah. We're still here. We're still looking. And that's all that I know, Jr. Yeah, I'm hoping at some point we're going to see something from the FBI or new charges for him, right. at least with, the, you know, with an arrest uh, probable cause affidavit that would at least give us some sense of what they found or what's going on. But nothing at this point. Mm-hmm. Her case has just gone painfully slow. It's been almost a year now since she disappeared. Right. Yeah, well, well think, nine I mean, months, I guess. If they had enough to search his house. Right. Like what's like, what was the probable cause for that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And they hauled out quite a bit of stuff. So what the hell? So hopefully we hear soon. Electronics and they're doing all the GPS stuff. And some of that stuff takes a really long time, but it is really frustrating because we know they've got something or they wouldn't have had that search warrant. Right. Exactly. So there has to be something that we need to know. Or that, you know, someone needs to know. But anyway, I wish there was more to say. I really, really do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, I, as usual, frustrating. And Gillette's a little place. Mm-hmm. Wyoming is a very rural town, you know, state. I mean, it's even more rural than Idaho mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And so, it, you know, you're looking at a criminal justice mm-hmm. system that's small. It doesn't have a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why the FBI isn't there because, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, they're trying. They, I mean, I feel like they haven't just written her off. They're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad the FBI is involved. Um, and I misspoke on that, actually. I just double-checked what I had said to be sure. And actually, the search for her, the newest search for her is on Saturday. 
There's a lady named Stacy Coaster who it makes constant TikToks about. She's one of the she's one of Irene's angels, mm-hmm. and she uh, at any rate she has been um, making TikToks quite a bit. Uh, kind of been leading the charge on all the ladies here there in that town that are working on helping find Irene. So if you want to find her on Facebook her, or on well that too maybe, but on TikTok it's Stacy Coaster, and she's making. Uh, organizing these events and making TikToks and keeping people involved. So if you're mm-hmm. in the Gillette, Wyoming area and you want to be a part of a search for Irene, that would be how you do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I I love it. I'm so happy that they are all over this the way they are. It's awesome. Well, and it's good to know that there are still some decent people in this world because when you see, you know, like the stuff with uh, Adventures with Purpose and it's just like, God, is anybody good anymore? I know know. it's it's disheartening for sure. Yeah. So I want to tell you, oh, well, (laughs) you know, we did a story yesterday about uh, Mm -hmm. escaped teenager that we had just called PL because we didn't want to identify her in case she was unsafe. She has been caught and is back in custody. So her name is Piper Lewis. You guys Please have probably... look up her story and read it. Mm-hmm. So that you know what went on with her. Um, she had uh, cut her ankle bracelet and fled from the halfway house she was living in. And she has now been... Uh, she's now been caught and drugged back to uh, that facility. It's a women's residential facility in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And we've just been really concerned about Piper because her abuser was never charged and there are other cases uh you know other finance or sorry other proceedings going on with other people that were involved in trafficking her and others we've just been really worried about who's talking to her who could be intimidating her threatening her this girl's had a very very hard time and we don't know why she fled. We don't know what's going on with her. We just want to make sure she's okay. And now she's back in custody and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. You know, the problem is now they're going to pursue her, her sentence because this yeah. will not be, you know, a deferred. Yeah. It won't be a deferred judgment anymore. now. Mm-hmm. There is, um, there's a petition on change.org and I, mm-hmm. I was going to have the link and I don't have the link. Um, but there is a petition to uh, asking the governor to pardon her. Good. Good. There's a, there's a lot of work. Uh, it's all, she, her case is all over TikTok right now. There's a lot of work on mm-hmm. TikTok being done on her behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, trying to get people to care. Right. Well, I mean, to sum it up, you can go back and watch our episode uh, for sure if you haven't. But she killed her abuser, the, the man who she had been trafficked to, after he had drugged and raped her. And when she came to, he was asleep on the bed. This was not the first time that she'd been trafficked to him by her boyfriend. Uh, she was 15 years old and had been through countless sexual assaults and uh, just a horrific life from the start to finish. And she took a knife off of the nightstand and stabbed him with it multiple times. Yeah, she did. 
And because and it was her own life, because no one else was going to do it. Yeah. She was 15 and she was charged with his murder and basically got a deferred sentence by pleading. So, of course, she had to plead guilty to get it. Uh, but the judge ordered her to pay the victim's family $150,000. And I agree with you, Cranky. She's the victim for Christ's sake. Yeah. So one of her teachers helped to crowdfund that $150,000 and then some to try to help her get mm -hmm. on her feet to pay that. Because what? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ugh, it's so you, ugly. It makes me this, so mad. You know, 15-year-old kid, 16, 17-year-old kid to... How's she going to get $150,000? She's yeah. a minor. Yeah. Just, oh, it's so gross. A it's minor cold. is being ordered to pay that kind of money? Like, how? Ugh. Well, and honestly, where the hell is the victim's family? Yeah. Can they not just step in and say, look, we'll sign whatever you want, Sam. We're forgoing that. No, because they wanted their $150,000. Right. So gross. It's so gross. So there's that. Yeah, the governor in Iowa very the governor yeah the governor in Iowa very well. May well, not the, care the governor could sure. have already stepped forward and mm -hmm. and and pardoned her and should have yep already and has not yep. Okay, so we've I'm marking things off my list here. Good job. We've got Murdoch. We have got. Uh, I think what we're at right now, let me see. We need Delphi. Is Delphi. Yep. So, uh, as it turns out, Allen doesn't really have, Richard Allen uh, can't really uh, hire an attorney. He's thrown himself on the mercy of the court, you guys. Mm -hmm. It's so Wrote sad. A you handwritten what? letter to the court right here it's uh to the carroll circuit court uh and something or other in his case number in the case listed above i richard m allen hereby throw myself at the mercy of the court i am begging to be provided with legal assistance in the oh in a public defender or whatever help is available at my initial hearing on October 29th, 2022, I asked to find representation for myself. However, at the time, I had no clue how expensive it would be just to talk to someone. I also did not realize that my wife and I's immediate financial situation was going to be. We have been forced to immediately abandon our employment. Myself due to incarceration, and my wife for her personal safety. She has had to abandon our house for her own safety. What little reserve there is will fail to even maintain the original residence. Again, I throw myself at the mercy of the court. Please provide me with whatever assistance you may. Thank you for your time in this most urgent matter. Sincerely, Richard M. Allen. Sorry, I don't usually uh, gag on camera, but Jesus Christ. Richard, you're not the victim here. Nobody. And uh, I hope your wife just runs to another country. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's I think she better s- get close by. They may have some questions for her. They may. What in the actual hell? So, I mean, obviously he needed to get a public defender. He's never going to be able to pay for this. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. But unpopular opinion. What if he didn't do it? Well, hopefully that public, he gets a good public defender then that can help. You know, the the problem is we don't know anything about the evidence that they have because it's all sealed. Except that we know that they've been building this case for five years and have been very careful Mm -hmm. about, you know, making sure they're (coughs) two in a row. So Mm -hmm. I find it pretty unlikely. Mm -hmm. It's a good point, though, that he is uh, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, One of the things I think is pretty telling is that they're holding him on five million dollars bond. Yeah, five million dollars. Yeah, that means for him to bond out, he would have to pay a bondsman five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, payment, not cash money to hold this, but cash money five hundred thousand dollars. Clearly, he does not have it. No, but uh, that letter absolutely killed me. Good lord. Well, I mean, why don't you just fill out the public defender application, dude? Do you really have to be this dramatic about it? Right. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, yeah. So that's what's up with Delphi. I mean, there's still not a lot that we know. Um, I, one of the girl's parents, though, mothers, did say in an interview that uh, they had no idea he was going to be charged. That they were t- taken as surprised as the community was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, you know, as always with that case. So careful with this case, Mm -hmm. wanting to make sure that when they did catch who did this, that they Mm -hmm. could, in fact, prosecute them, that they had enough evidence and, you know, Mm -hmm. had everything. And that's the, you know, that's, I think, the hard part of this is that those things are things we don't know, but, Mm -hmm. you know, they've got a lot behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, uh, speaking of, uh, People that probably needed to hit straight to the top of the FOS list. Casey mm. Anthony. <laughs> I has mean. A, has a new documentary coming out. Say that again at any time? Now, Casey Ugh. Anthony, to be fair, was found innocent. She was um, a lot of people feel like that was not right. I'll be honest at the time. My gut feeling was that she probably was innocent. But there was a lot of evidence there. I don't know. Not going to weigh in on whether she's innocent or not. The court but does says she she's really not know but... anything about what happened to her daughter? Like anything That's at the all? Problem. That's the problem. How, man? How? Mm-hmm. How? How does your child disappear that you are in charge of and you just know nothing? Yeah. Have nothing to say. Can't corroborate any story with anybody that makes any sense. Just there were so many things in her case that just sucked. But at any rate, on November 29th on Peacock, there's a new documentary. It's my birthday. Gross. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Roe v. Wade got repealed on mine, so you can have this. <laughs> that was worse. That well, was worse. That's true. Yeah. That was worse. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, so she wants to do an interview and set the record straight about uh, I, what. I'm not really sure. I, I think mostly to, uh, you know, try to clear her name, I guess. I Actually, I'm guessing she just uh, needs money. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to watch it because, frankly, 
I don't want to contribute to any of that. I, she needs to go away. She needs to, if she's, you know, obviously she was found not guilty and she's just trying to live her life. Fine. That's how our criminal justice system works, but go away. Keep, keep going away. Well, do you know what this documentary is called? Hmm. Where the truth lies. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's right there. It's like the OJ book. You know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, why would you? Yeah. So even Peacock is not sure what to think of her? Um, apparently. Now, there has been some news in the John Bonet matter. Right? Another one? Did you think we were going to be talking about this? Again? Some more? Well, the Colorado police seem to have decided to lay their pride aside. Fine. And get some help in there because they've needed to do this well all along. They have botched the hell out of this whole situation. And, uh, you know, forever now... It has been requested that they call in the FBI, that they call in some other experts, that they get some help. That they turn uh, over the freaking DNA and let yeah, it be processed. And let it be processed, that they do something. And they just wouldn't do it. But maybe they've had enough pressure put on them now because they are actually partnering with the Colorado Cold Case Review Team. Which I hope means so. Here's what the review team is it's comprised of professional, investigative, analytical, and forensic experts from across the state. And what I hope that uh, that means is that that review team will say, Turn over the damn DNA. Yeah. I'm guessing they will. I'm guessing so. Yeah. So. It's not a big breakthrough, but it is interesting. Mm -hmm. It kind of is a big breakthrough, though, because they've been holding on to their evidence so tightly in their little fists and refusing to, uh, you know. And and the reason a lot of people think that is because it seems like maybe they bungled this in the first place. Maybe the DNA's crap, too, which it could be. Yeah. So they haven't really wanted to have to pay the piper. We have one more story tonight. It's not one we've reported on before. It's pretty new. Um, this is the kind of thing that I thought that you guys would think uh, was pretty interesting. I'm going to show you a video. Uh, the premise is this guy. Uh, let's see. I'll tell you his name. J Jacob Yerkes. So Jacob Jacob Yerkes, and, and I think you'll agree that he definitely is the winner of the FOS list tonight. You will. More like Jacob Jerkies. <laughs> sure he's never been called that before. I'm sure not. I'm sure not. Uh, this is a man who, um, he's one of these guys that's declaring themselves an incel. Mm -hmm. Which is basically uh, involuntarily celibate because nobody will have sex with them. They're these men that are trying to be alpha males, right? If you haven't heard about this movement, you should learn more about it because it's terrifying and disgusting. And this dumbass was harassing and stalking a girl that he'd worked with who was gay. And he was trying to turn her straight and also give her the option of being with him. Uh, it seems as though maybe she'd already uh, declined that option lots of times, but... 
there's things we don't know yet because most of this is from his mouth at this point. But uh, he stalked her and frightened her. And her dad called him and basically told him, if you don't stay away from my daughter, you know, there'll be nothing left of you but a little bottle. Mm -hmm. So this fool went to the police department wanting to file a police report that this man threatened him. And then explains to the cops what he did. And they're appalled and basically tell him, bro, this is on you. You did this. You need to knock it off. You need to stay away from her. And he just couldn't freaking believe it. He kept saying, I am a man. What do you think that means? Honestly, what the hell do you think that means? Astonishing. Anyway, so I'm going to show you a portion of that video. So then I'll tell you what, uh, what's come of that video. He posted it on his YouTube. Mm-hmm. A bunch of TikTokers got a hold of it and, you know, started uh, doing videos on it because they were appalled. And there's been some pretty good movement on it. So let me pull up a shared screen here. We're going to watch the video. And we'll go from there. So it's a little slow here. I wish I would have cropped this part out, but he's uh I know, but I'm asking, do you live in Lunar City or do you live in County? Basically waiting to talk to an officer. Yes, sir. Uh I just made a call and Okay, so I was going to go to Cracker Barrel. There's a girl there. I just want to record the incident so I have it on file and I track everything. But anyways, uh, I went to Cracker Barrel and I was going to play a song for a woman that I kind of like. And uh, I got there and she saw me and she immediately pulled away. And uh, I, I wasn't forcing her to listen or anything. You know, I just wanted to play the song for her, you know, give her her own choice. Yeah. She wanted to be with me, you know. Okay. Does she know you? Yeah, I worked with her there for like five, six months. Did y'all have a relationship? No, we were talking a little bit, but it never really got serious. Okay. But anyways, I pulled up there, and I was in the other parking lot, and I saw her get in her car, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" It's my moment. So I pulled up there next to her, and she pulled away from me, and uh, so I chased her a little bit just because I'm. I don't know. Women are crazy. Like, I felt like she, like, wanted me to chase her. Do you not think chasing somebody's crazy? Well, it's just, like, I I only went, like, a couple blocks down the street. I'm just saying, don't you think chasing somebody's crazy when when they're obviously going to... Well, I had my song playing, and I wanted to, like, her to hear it, maybe. Apparently, she didn't want to hear it, right? So what else happened? Let's get on with the story. Um, Well, anyways, her her father called me up, and he made some threats to me and to my life. And so I just want to have his name on file. What did he say to you? Uh, I think he said he's going to stab me, like, but he, he's, like, cussing at me. he said that, or he did say that? He said, he says, I'm going to do something to you. I swear I'd do something to you. For chasing your daughter? Yeah, but it wasn't chasing. It was, like, going down a couple streets. Like, that's, like, fun to women. Like, women like that, a little no, bit of excitement. Don't. No, they don't. 
Well, <laughs> what about like if I was a father, I'd probably tell you the same thing. What about like BDSM porn where women like to be have rape fantasies? Well, apparently this girl doesn't. Well, who knows? What most women do like having rape fantasies. Okay. Do you say she does? I don't know. But apparently she don't. Well, so, so what do you want us to do? Well, I just want you to get his name on file just in case he does do anything do you, do you to me. Do you know his name? I know his daughter's name. What do you know his name? I know her name. I don't know his name. He called me from a restricted phone number. Okay. Here's, here's my suggestion. Leave her alone. Well, this is one song I made, and this was the final chance I was going to have. Here's my chance. Here, here's my advice. No it's over. Leave her alone. Okay. Fathers will hurt you over their daughters. Yeah, but that's the thing is she needs to have her own free will, man. You do not understand. Listen, I'm a man myself, listen, bro, and listen, I need myself. She, she's choosing her free will by telling her daddy what happened to you, and I'm telling you, stay away from her because he will hurt you probably. She's being controlled by him. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's that's her choice, right? Free well, choice, free will. I think she should go do porn. Okay, you need to leave. It's legal. You need to leave. Well, we're not doing anything. You need to leave. I'm, I'm having discussion on. I'm having discussion. Telling you to leave. Are you threatening me with arrest? I'm not threatening you. I'm telling you to leave. This we're is done. a public property. Well, you can stay if you want. If you if you, if you if you do that on public property, I'll you know I'll leave you're, under. You're free, you're free to do whatever you want to right here, but we're not doing anything else. I'm just giving you advice. The girl doesn't want to talk to you. Leave her alone. You're not going to well, get. What's, what's her name? I will go speak with her, and then uh, we will go H O L M S. Yes, like Sherlock Holmes. What's your name? Jacob. Yerkes, Y E R K E S. Y E R K E S. Jacob, Y E R K E S. Yes, sir. Got it. Yerkes. Okay, I will go speak with her and see what her side of the story is. And then uh, I'll get back in touch with you. But May I get y'all's uh, names and badge numbers, please? I'm Sergeant Reagan. I'm basically supervisor number 429. Yes, sir. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. My advice, my advice to you is leave her alone because your father, the father's not happy. And things can happen, unfortunately. I think she's been controlled all her life, though. Well, she may be, but that's her choice. Free will, right? What you said, free will? Yeah, kind of, I guess. I mean, I mean does she not have free will to, to be controlled by her father? She wishes. Yeah, but it's, there's something twisted about that. There's something twisted about the way you think. I, I was going to let her make her own choice after the okay. song. Well, she's made her choice. And I just don't think she had a reasonable opportunity to make a choice because I'm going to blow up and I'm going to be a famous DJ and I'm going to be like how old is she? Uh, two years older than me, 27. How much? 27. She's going to live in her own life. I'll speak with her. Is she working today? Uh, I think so. You have her phone number? Uh, I believe so, uh, but I can't stop recording the video. Well, that's okay. I'll go buy her job. She works Carter, right? Correct. Okay, I'll speak with her and then I'll get back with you. Okay. All righty, sounds All good. Right, Thank no you guys. I'm going to end it right there. He goes ahead and gets in his car and mm. says a bunch more stuff that uh, nobody really needs to hear and see yet again. No. However, his Facebook is still live if you want to, or YouTube is still live if you want to go watch the end of it. Um, basically, he calls the cops woke and that they're on the wrong side of things and he's a man and they're not respecting him as a man. And that's where he drops the bomb that um, she's wrapped up in this LGBTQ community stuff and he's just trying to get her out of that. Yeah, yeah, she's gay. She wants gay. nothing to do with him. Mm -hmm. Jacob, this is a you problem. You're a complete asshole. <laughs>
and mm-hmm. you deserve whatever kind of day you get, sir. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. This genius posted this to his yeah. page and people went crazy with it. And one of the videos that somebody made about it and shared this has been viewed like 2 million plus times and, and lots of others too. So from that, the FBI got wind of it and they went, hmm, this guy seems dangerous AF. So maybe we should take a look into this, which obviously that cop did too after, you know, after, first of all, after he said she needs to just go do porn, he's like, all right, get the hell out. You're done. We're done. Then obviously it occurs to him, maybe I better go talk to this girl and make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and get this guy's name and phone number so we know where to go looking. And obviously, yeah. Jacob actually thinks that they're, you know, maybe going to help him. Yeah. Help it's him. Nice. I nearly I died when he said she's mind. 27. <laughs> We're not talking about an 18 year old, you know, mm-hmm. when he says she's just been it controlled would be even by worse, her dad her whole frankly. life. It would, but she's 27. Oh yeah. my God. Anyway, I don't think it should be too big of a surprise that he's uh, an incel who's having sex with this fool. No one. Uh, no. Women love having rape fantasies. What? Women love being chased by crazy stalkers. Yeah. Oh, dude. Mm, the worst. Uh, my favorite comment here had to be cranky saying he needs to go jerky himself because he's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. However, here's the deal. The mm. FBI went yeah, this is not cool. So they arrested him. Good. Good. So he has now been arrested and charged with aggravated stalking. Good. And that's why we decided to cover this case. Because mm-hmm. uh, first of all, you need to know that there is a growing movement of very creepy, icky, 20-something white men who feel as though... They are entitled to women. We did a story not too long ago about a man who uh, got busted before he pulled out, pulled through with his plan on a college campus. But his yeah. plan was to try to kill 2,000 women. Yeah. Why? Because women don't want to have sex with him. And I mean, can you imagine why not after watching that video? Mm-hmm. Yep. So... He's been coming on to this girl since mid-June. She has been telling him she's not interested since mid-June. And since then, uh, records are showing now that he's been trying to contact her any way he could through social media, texts, and then, of course, by showing up at work and just chasing her down the street in his car. Mm. Yeah. She's probably scared to death of this idiot. Mm -hmm. But can you believe... That this fool showed up at the police station thinking they were going to help him. This is the the terrifying part about these guys is they think they're right. Mm-hmm. They think they're owed. They mm-hmm. think they can go to the police and get what they want. They think they mm-hmm. can put a video like that out on social media and get support. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> However, uh, if you go find the original video on YouTube, uh, the comments are... Less than supportive, Jacob. Less than supportive. Uh, yeah. yeah. But good on the cop. Um, he's got to be somebody's dad, obviously. You yeah. know, I was really glad that he handled it the way he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, very uh, impressed with that. And that, you know, obviously as the conversation wore on, it occurred to him like, yeah, this is more than this guy's crazy. 
she could be in serious danger and we should Good. follow up on that because mm -hmm. uh most definitely most right. definitely she could uh obviously this guy thinks that it's okay for him to control women you know he, she had her free will and choice, but she didn't choose him. So that wasn't good enough. Right. So she didn't, you know, obviously she didn't have a chance to make the right mm -hmm. choice. Yeah. Good, yeah. good choice. Maybe she's not even gay, but she just told him that because uh, she's trying to get him off her ass. Yeah. No right? <laughs> Who cares if she is or isn't actually, you know, but right. at any rate, hey, Melissa, thank you. Anyway, good Lord. But it's important to pay attention to this stuff because he is by it far is. not alone. No. There is a whole growing group of these fools. Yeah. And we should be aware of them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Men of all ages, Aaron. Yep. So gross. But anyway, good on the FBI. Good on that cop. Throw the book yeah. at this idiot. Maybe yeah. for a while, get him, you know, away from women. Well, and I hope this girl gets away mm -hmm. from him or he's taken away from her. I just want her to be safe. God. Yeah. Yeah, those are the cops Gabby needed. No kidding. Yes, they are. Yep. Really glad to see their response. So, mm -hmm. there you have it. I knew this was one that I wanted to bring to the council. Yeah, <laughs> bring to the true crime squad meeting because mm -hmm. I knew you guys would uh, be just as flabbergasted as, as I was. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fair. I get you. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she just, whether she's LGBT or not. Maybe she just said that to try to uh, turn him off. And instead, right, yeah, right. it encouraged him to try to convert her. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Just anything to try to get him to back However, off. don't we all really want to hear the song? Yes. Oh, so bad. Because you know it's awful. Can you imagine? <laughs> going to be a famous DJ one day, don't you know? <laughs> I know. I bet the song's horrible. Oh my god, it's probably the cringiest, craziest shit you have ever heard. I know. Now I'm desperate to hear it. I maybe we'll find it. Yeah. If we find it, <laughs> you guys will get to mm -hmm. hear it. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, the song. <laughs> that just occurred to me now. Like, wait a second. He wrote oh, a song. Goodness. Oh, we need to hear this. Well, mm -hmm. I saw somewhere that this is the second song. There has been oh, another song. Yeah, it's not a surprise. <laughs> that part about going to be a famous DJ. I'm going to be a famous DJ. Of course she wants to be with me. Who doesn't want to be with this? Yeah. Who's that, yeah. darling? Literally no one. No. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. But yeah, who insinuates rape to the cops? Seriously. Right? Yeah. That dude acted like he really thought he was going to get sympathy. Mm-hmm. From the police. And the he police did. are like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously he's thinking in his head. And he kind of said it, too. Well, if, uh, if that was my daughter, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. Hello. Anyway, so there you have it. Yeah, every woman wants a broke-ass DJ, right? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we can all skip that. Well, I hope she's feeling safer. Because obviously this has been plaguing her now for five months and it's probably been very scary. Yeah. And I hope she feels safer now. I hope she has a restraining order. And I certainly hope that he finally leaves her alone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> 
All righty. Well, we've gone over our time, but uh, we had to for that. That's where we had to go. <laughs> so uh, that's what we've got. So, of course, we'll be back tomorrow night uh, for those of you that subscribe with the Psychic Hour. And then we'll be back next week with three brand new episodes, uh, all kinds of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, always going on. So we'll be here Great. for it. So thanks, you guys, so much for being here. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Bye, everybody. Thank <music> you.